My mind and my heart is a little uh, heavy this morning. So I w actually worked on this homily in its almost totally completed form before the last uh, 24 hours. And as most of you know, um, in the last 24 hours, Hamas has attacked Israel, and Israel has formally declared war on Hamas. And if you declare war on Hamas, it's kind of like declaring war on Iran. And so the world has suddenly gone into uh, a totally different state. That is really like a 9-11 for them is what um, people are comparing it to. And a lot of us who uh, think and pray kind of felt like something was going to happen in the fall and in the winter of this year, uh, and this seems to be it or the beginning of it. And I, I prepared all of this as it was all starting and going on, and I didn't know that. And so I have to think that uh, this is really what the Holy Spirit wanted us to focus on today. So whatever stands out to you today, really take that to prayer, like chew on it in your heart. So what I want to look at is what St. Paul is saying. Because what St. Paul is saying, um, it just has absolute bearing on how we're doing based on what's going on in the world. And so the first thing we got to acknowledge is that we're just in a stressful time. We're in a stressful time. I mean, the world goes through very stressful times, and, and we're in one right now in the country and in the world. History, if you're a student of history, you know it just waffles back and forth between uh, boring and genocide. Like it just, it goes back and forth and back and forth. And it's just how it works. It's just how, how history goes in this fallen world. That's what the fallen world is. And when it's boring, it's kind of great because you get to focus on what you think is interesting. In my case, you know, I got to study philosophy, got to study theology, got to study history and languages and all of this stuff. And everybody, all of us have our own version of that. When it's genocide or it's getting closer to genocide, most of that goes away. And usually human ingenuity and uh, human industry and everything else gets redirected toward uh, fighting and resisting, yeah? So I think of this country in World War II, um, as soon as the American public was on board with the war, basically everybody was involved. There were men fighting on the front lines. There were women taking factory jobs, producing what was necessary for the engine of war. There were kids selling war bonds. Like, it, it literally took the whole country to win that war. Everybody was just on board. And it was very, very stressful to redirect the entire energy and focus of your life so that a demon-possessed madman doesn't take over the entire world is stressful. And we have known many such times like that in the course of our fallen history. Just in the last 24 hours, and I was up too late doing this, and I maybe don't recommend you do this if you're the kind of person that gets anxious easily, but I was watching some of the videos coming out of Israel and Palestine. And uh, if we think there isn't a spiritual component to all of that, 
I think we probably don't know how the spiritual world works. You can't murder people and parade their bodies through the street and desecrate them and spit on them and be like, okay. Like you just can't. You can't pull innocent families out of cars and just shoot them and be all right. You can't go from house to house murdering families in their homes and be okay with God. You just can't do it. And every nation does things that are horrible to remain a nation. Our nation is killing people all the time so that we can sit here relatively peacefully. But things like this, it shows us that there really is something in the world that must be resisted. Here's the point, though. That stress, that external stress, doesn't have to mean worry. There's a difference between stress and worry. Listen to what St. Paul says again. Brothers and sisters, have no anxiety at all. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. Then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. St. Paul gives us the formula. So rather than hearing something, seeing something, experiencing something, and then freaking out, because of the stress, what we're supposed to do as Christians, as Catholics, is to pray and ask God that His will be done and to push the whole thing onto His plate. Then supernatural peace, supernatural peace, not the absence of war or, or conflict or stress or anything like that, supernatural peace from God will literally protect the core of us our interior beings, from being tainted from whatever is going on in the world, from the fear of the world. But if we don't do that, we're going to try to take matters into our own hands on a big scale or a little scale. This is what our Lord says in day three of the Surrender Novena. And if you're someone that is you know, tempted by worry, tempted by anxiety, I recommend praying the Surrender Novena. The Archbishop prays it perpetually. I pray it perpetually. It's like taking some supernatural vitamin that protects you from anxiety. And our Lord says very pointedly on day three, in pain you pray for me to act, but that I act in the way that you want. You do not turn to me. Instead, you want me to adapt to your ideas. You are not sick people who ask the doctor to cure you, but rather sick people who tell the doctor how to. Every time I read that, and I read it every nine days, it just hits me to the core. I'm like, that's what I do. That's me. This is the trap that the enemy tries to get us to fall into. You should be worried about us getting nuked. You should be worried about a, a disruption in the supply chain. You should be terrified of uh, us running out of resources or another pandemic 
or a schism in the church or the government or what's going on in the Middle East. You should be shaken to your core by those things. That's what he whispers into the center of our heart through our ears. He tries to convince us that we have to be the ones to figure it out and that the first step to figuring it out is to let all of that stuff live rent-free in our minds all the time, constantly. And it's just not true. It's not accurate. It's not real. There's always going to be some factor in our lives that will cause some amount of stress. And that's okay. That's what this fallen world is. Nothing is as it should have been. And it was the exact same for Jesus himself. He was fleeing in the middle of the night to a different country from a genocide that was directed specifically at him to wipe him out. How much stress was on his parents when that was going on? He was having folks try to murder him all the time. He was feeling the heat of the hatred of the world power and his own people all the time. It was wild. And honestly, it's going to be wild for us too. It just is. But stress doesn't have to mean worry. Insanity in our world doesn't have to mean insanity in our hearts. Well, if you remember nothing else, if you take nothing else to prayer, insanity in our world does not have to mean insanity in our hearts. Remember, the anti-anxiety formula is prayer and surrender to the divine will. Quietly, daily, faithfully, meditating at the feet of Jesus on whatever's true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, gracious, excellent, or worthy of praise. Good things constantly pumping through us. If we think about those things, if we pray about those things all the time, then whatever stress that we experience, whatever is going on in the world that pushes down on us, you won't even have the opportunity to turn into anything other than peace in our hearts.